0: can we start
1: again? Coming up on Studio 3 Live.
0: Why can't we start again? Why can't we start again?
2: What you're looking for is connection, not approval. You know what I mean? And so I sort of like try to coach myself up and, and keep myself um, Maybe grounded in the songs and the story in a way that l- lets me leave the show feeling like whew, I did, I, I said what I wanted to say.
0: It's a world of shades of gray. Just the other day, the curl is started to bloom. And I think it's time to move. Whoa, honey,
3: where can we start again? Funding for this program was provided by Friends, the Iowa PBS Foundation, as well as generations
1: of families and friends who feel passionate about the programs they watch on Iowa PBS. Good evening and welcome to Studio 3 Live. I'm your host, Mickey Davis. Tonight's guests are James Tutson and The Rollback, an Iowa City-based group that has performed across the country at festivals and venues opening for the likes of Lake Street Dive, The Dip, and more. Lead singer James Tutson takes inspiration from his experience singing in a small southern gospel church with his five siblings growing up. Recently, James was a contestant on NBC's The Voice and was also named an Iowa Artist Fellow through the Iowa Arts Council and the National Endowment for the Arts. Please help me welcome to the stage James Tutson and the rollback.
0: the news and sorrow left me speechless. You heard the news and sadness got your tongue I heard the news, set my lungs to screaming.
2: Hey, thank you so much. We are James Hudson the roadback. We're glad to be with you guys, Des Moines. I always love being back in Des Moines. Um, you guys treat us really well. So uh, yeah, that song was called I'm Not On My Own. We're going to play some songs for you guys tonight and just sort of have a good time. This next song is called I Need You
1: Here. James, thanks so much for being here. Uh, tell us a little bit about your musical journey, kind of how you got started and, and how you ended up here.
2: Yeah, uh, kind of a long story. I'll keep it short, of course. Um, Me and my five siblings were like the church choir. Like we were forced to be the entire church choir. It was like just us. And so I've been kind of singing my whole life. And um, that's kind of all I knew when I went to college is the first time that I sort of picked up the guitar. And um, that was because I had nodes and I couldn't sing. So I'm like, I got to do something. Um, So I started sort of playing guitar and some, you know, would play for friends in college. They'd be like, oh, you should you should write, you should play a show, you should something. I'm like, ah, not really for me, but at the end of college, I, like, played one show before I left, and um, that was sort of it, you know? After that, I I was sort of hooked and kept sort of writing and trying to play over the years since then.
1: How has your um, kind of sense you wrote that first song, like, how has your songwriting and your musical style of your original music evolved over time?
2: I hope it's gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was, like, called... Gorgeous girl, and it was, it was something. Uh, that, was, that was an adventure, but um, yeah, I, you know, uh, James Baldwin talks about how we all have one story to tell and we try to tell it truer and truer and truer and wider and more specific uh, and on and on and on. So, I, you know, that's that's really it, just getting more and more comfortable telling the story. How do you be more vulnerable? How do you get more accurate? How do you learn how to say that feeling, communicate that feeling better? And the more you do that, I think the more you connect.
0: And I know I'm a fool, but honey be kind, oh if I fall down, would you come around and just give me time, I need you.
1: Thank y'all so much. So, in your in your career, you uh, you had a, an appearance on NBC's The Voice. I did. Uh, I know you know some folks watching or, or people who follow your music um, that might have been their first introduction to to you. Can you talk a little bit about kind of what that experience was like for you?
2: Yeah, first of all, it felt a little bit like this, <laughs> but this feels more comfortable, which I'm like excited about. But you know, like that was sort of a, a big part of it is like getting comfortable with like you know there's a camera here, but we're talking, you know, that sort of thing. But really, you know, what I loved about that experience, and I'm was a per- i a person who, you know, has sort of seen those shows sparingly throughout the years and didn't necessarily picture myself as being a part of one. Um, and it was a great opportunity during the pandemic. And like, I was just so grateful, like, oh, this is so cool. I get to have this experience when there's no shows, there's, there's really nothing for me to do, but, you know, write music. And now I have this opportunity. And I think what I loved most about it was, it's always the people, you know, like you just meet all these brilliant artists from around the country who are sort of trying to do the same thing that you are and um, trying to like get their voice out in the world, but also like tell their story and you get to hear those stories and you get to learn things from each other. And it it was, uh, you know, quarantine. So we weren't able to really go anywhere. So it was just us, you know, for, you know, the whole time I was there just like every day going out to the courtyard with our masks on and, like, singing music together. So I really loved that. I felt like a real camaraderie with uh, a lot of people that were on the show. And I think I learned a lot about what it means to perform, what it means to express, um, and just, like, enjoyed a cool experience. Like, it was yeah. so fun. Yeah. It was really cool to be out there and just... Uh, be a part of a, an energetic and kind of vibrant sort of fun experience. This is like the coolest space. We were sort of like telling everybody before, when we were setting up, I'm like, this looks awesome. We're so glad to have like play in such a cool like set, like your name's on a marquee, that's cool. So I'm very excited about that. I had to take a picture with like the marquee um, beforehand. <clears throat> Um, So that song is called I Need You Here, Um, it's off of an album of ours called um, Happy, it came out about a year ago, um, as is this next song called By and By, sort of my reflections on happiness, what it means to be happy, what it means to have um, happiness that is not in denial, (laughs) um, but sort of accepts all the complexities of life and still finds a way to be grateful and to, to savor the life that we've been given. Um, So this song is called By and By, and it is uh, sort of my note to myself um, to have a little grace um, for myself uh, in getting to that place.
0: the faith and have the patience to press on, but i get there by and I'll get there by and, by. I'll get there by and by. I know there's 10,000 problems around, but I want all the answers to now, get there by Something hit me hard the other morning But I'm the only one that I can change, change. So I felt guilty without any warning For holding ill will toward anyone I feel has caused me pain I'm trying to lose that bitter feeling I've been feeling in my bones, and I'm trying to keep the faith and have the patience to press on. Get there by fire. Get by fire. I know there's 10,000 problems around that I want all the answers to now. I can by and by, Ooh. yeah, remember a time, hopefully a small, heard come the answer, oh, never at all. But we know they'll a win one sweet day, Long Get there by and by. Get there by and by. I know there's 10,000 problems around, but I want all the answers to now. Get there by and by. Get there by and by. Thank you so much.
1: So how is the James Tutson now different than the James Tutson that wrote your last album? And how does that come through in your music?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. Wow. Um, I think a lot of things are different. You know, I I wrote that last album in a a period of transition um, and sort of questioning, like, what is next? Uh, You know, the album is called Happy and it's about being happy, you know, we all want to be happy. Um, I think our world was in a place where like, a lot of people would have said that they were happy, but also maybe that happiness was rooted in not caring about other people (laughs) and the struggle that they were going through, you know, like um, there were a lot of protests and all that sort of things that were happening and the world is still tumultuous, but just questioning like, what does it mean to like have true happiness that's rooted in connection and rooted in empathy and rooted in all these things, that might be hard, you know, it might be hard to hear some of these stories and then you still try to maintain happiness. Um, and I think I've just sort of made strides. I feel like I'm happier. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, maybe one of my gifts is holding all the tensions of, of the world and, and still seeing it as a beautiful place or a place that um, I wanna be. And so this, uh, this current project, I think, it's actually specifically about my relationship with my wife But it's uh, uh, my friend uh, and I were sort of talking about all the love albums are so happy, right? And I think after writing Happy, I learned like, well, happy means a lot of things. It means like this whole story of all the ups and downs, like the hard things, the little quirks about each other, the like distant times, the close times, all that sort of stuff. I wanted to tell a story that was all of it, not just the part that's like, oh, that feels good. Um, And even some of the parts that feel good, you look back on and you're like, oh, I viewed that situation in a totally inaccurate way, or I was young and dumb and should have, you know, thought differently about that. And so I I have enjoyed sort of writing through that process, but I just sort of feel like a lot of integrated gratitude for all those ups and downs and and the tensions that come with that relationship, but also existing in our world.
1: And maybe happiness, you know, Despite the downs, right? Or finding happiness within them, right? Almost almost happiness is a state of existing no matter what is around you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We're going to play you a couple new songs um,
1: that uh, have really never
2: been performed before.
3: Um,
2: I wrote this sort of as a a, a project about my relationship with my wife and all of uh, what that means um, to be in a relationship. Um, All the like, great happy highs and the joys and the um, easy, you know, kind of way that you have around each other and then like all the difficulties and all the hard things and then um, what it means to just like get to know someone on that deep level where you like inevitably will hit, you know, things that are struggles, you know, things that you have to work out, things that take years to sort of navigate. Um, And I try to, I wanted to capture all of that. Um, I did it. It was great. I <laughs> I captured it all. Um, no, but w- I really wanted to do a project that uh, tried to give the full scope, not just all the happy things. Um, so this song is called. Uh, the next two songs are from that album, and this song is called What You Chose. <laughs>
0: I'm a fool, I don't know how to do this I'm a fool, I don't know how to say what I need But lately I've been wanting reassurance And I'm afraid that you won't understand what I mean But honey, sometimes I need to know you want me, not And sometimes I need to hold your hand, not your hand. Our commitment list is growing longer. Our responsibilities are more and more real. And I know you're with me as a partner. But sometimes I miss the way that this used to feel. Sometimes I need to know you won't. Hold. Sometimes I need to know you like me, not love me. And sometimes I need to know you choose what you chose. And then sometimes I need to know you want me not just. to know you want me, not need me, and sometimes I need to hold you and not your hopes Sometimes I need to know you like me, not love me, and sometimes I need to know you choose what you chose.
1: When you're performing, is there something specific that you hope people take away from, from your performances? Honestly, you know,
2: I maybe should think about that more. I, I've been really trying to engage with, like, what I'm taking away. You know, I, I, I sort of deal with my own things about, like, you know, you want the performance to be really good. You want to, um, like feel like it was, like, well-performed and people were sort of wowed by your skill. And my path is always, like, trying to focus on, like, yeah, but how am I feeling with this? Like, what am I communicating and how am I connecting with my story? And, like, I sort of turn a little internal (laughs) during a performance because I, I want to teach myself the lesson of freedom, of freedom from the performative aspect and freedom from the expectation, or the, or or even like the audience approval of that message. What you're looking for is connection, not approval. You know what I mean? Um, and so I sort of like try to coach myself up and and keep myself um, maybe grounded in the songs and the story in a way that l- lets me leave the show feeling like whew, I did. I I said what I wanted to say.
1: Who are you currently listening to? What What are you trying to draw an inspiration from as you record this new yeah,
2: project? Yeah. Um, we talk a lot about Faye Webster. We talk a lot about, I'm always talking about Lake Street Dive. I think they're amazing. I've been collaborating with um, uh, the fellows from a band called The Dip that um, are incredible. I'm always listening to Bill Withers. I'm always listening to, I mentioned Stevie Wonder and Sam Cooke and Otis Redding and all those old people, you know. Um, and one of the, a couple of the new people I, I really love right now, Abraham Alexander was just here uh, in Des Moines. Um, some months back and um, I've been paying attention to his kind of burgeoning career and um, Leon Bridges is in that same sort of vein. Some of those guys that are doing soul music and really engaging and uh, just, I don't know, creative and meaningful ways. I, I, I try to emulate that and learn from those guys, too. This next song is called Lucille. it let it speak for itself.
0: Still a willow, leaves on your pillow. All of these emotions on the wind. Roots of your sadness. No need in asking where you be been, darling. Lou, see how do you feel? Just say you need it more, and I'll find enough. To give. I'm still a sparrow, feeling the wind blow. Used to south for the sky. If you would let me, if you let me, I could be steady. Keep on coming south down thirty five. Yeah
1: your song Holy is kind of one of your more well-known songs um, there's a lot of metaphors in that song that yeah. are kind of related to the church really about love yeah what what was that kind of choice for you and and what kind of what where did you draw inspiration in that songwriting process
2: yeah I feel like I'm always sort of like drawing inspiration from that sort of like gospel history especially in like songs like that that Um, Even, you know, the last time I played for PBS, I had a choir behind me singing that. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels right and natural for me. But, you know, I think um, that's a space that has meant a lot to my family and has grown and changed and shifted and can also be a system that does ignore when people are not well, (laughs) you know?
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, Or excludes or pushes aside or says, like, a lot of people have experiences with with faith and with um, sort of that part of life of like, I felt less than in that space. Um, and that song was sort of my uh, encouragement to my friends of sort of like, yeah, I still, I still think you're holy, you know, and I still think you're worth dignity. I still think you um, are worth love. I still think you are a holy being, you know, like to be, you know, like experienced and, like that's to me you know like when I think about faith like that's what it is like we're back to relationships, but it's being with people, the people yeah. are yeah. special the people are the 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 unique thing to be cherished and to be appreciated and um I just I, in that moment felt i felt a lot about a lot of that coming back from the voice because I yeah. had ex- just experienced so many different types of people and really felt like man, like that was a you know, for lack of a word, holy space, you know, to like be around all these great people who are so different than me, so many different backgrounds, but like that's, that's life, you know, that's, yeah, that's what it's about. So yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, sort of gospel metaphor in there intentionally. And I just really enjoyed writing it. And I often reflect on that as sort of like a a song that taught me about songwriting, you know, like as I was writing that, I thought like, I'm learning a lot about how to, how to do this in a way that feels more accurate to myself and feels, um, feels good.
0: You're my chapel pew, I just rest in you And get ready for the spirit You're my hymnal book, I just need to look And it's almost like I hear it You're my old stained glass, all the lights are cast Feeling colors on my face. You're my homily. How you call to me? Give me hope with all your grace. I still think you're holy. I still think you're holy. Still think you're holy. You're still holy to me. You're my gospel cry, catching heaven's fire. Make me want to gravitate, breathe. You're my testimony. When you stand before me, I can't help it, I believe. You're the mother's hand laying on my head. Don't you make me feel so blessed? And when the world gets scary, you're my sanctuary. I can feel the good Lord's rest. Oh, you're holy. I still think you're holy. I still think you're holy. You're still holy to me. You're the answer to prayer, holy oh, whenever you're near, yes, you are. I believe you're still holy, holy, holy. Oh, yeah. holy I still need you here. You make the good Lord clear. I still think you're holy. so let the church say, Man, I still think you're holy. I don't care if you have been, are still holy. Holy to me.
1: Thank you so much. So the album is called Happy. the the, one of the songs, the title track is called Happy, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not necessarily uh, the happiest song. Uh, Can you explain uh, that?
2: Yeah, that was my reflection on, you know, existing in some systems that were thriving at a time when I felt like um, many of us are not thriving and you are doing very little to address these issues, you know, at that time there were a lot of uh, Black Lives Matter protests. There was a lot of conversations about um, just the sort of tensions uh, in our country at the time. Yeah, it just was a part of some uh, a few different systems that I felt like you're doing great, but why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why are we not addressing these? What I find to be really uh, meaningful issues why are we not talking about them why why are we not sort of in lament with the people that are in lament um and so yeah I, i wrote that song happy as the title track to sort of be like the chorus just says like and you're happy like all this is sort of going on and you're happy which you know you don't want to root for someone to be unhappy but it was sort of maybe a question mark that i think the song even ends with Are you happy? You know, like that's the question. Is that is that actual happiness, or is that ignorance? Which you know, ignorance is bliss. But um, is that the same thing? So yeah. Um, I'm going to play you a sad song now uh, called Happy. (laughs) So yeah, I I sort of uh, introduced this album a little bit, but in 2022 I released an album called Happy um, about all of the sort of tensions with being happy. Um, I think we uh, experience a lot of turmoil in our world. And I was just a part of some communities and systems that seemed to be doing fine, even though many people were suffering. (laughs) And I found that to be an interesting tension. Um, And it just made me want to ask the question like, how do I be happy? How do I have happiness, accept reality? My friend always says, the degree to which you can be healthy is the degree to which you can accept reality. So how do we accept reality when it's difficult and maintain happiness? Um, So this is the title track of the album. And it's sad, um, but sort of in a happy way.
0: told me, and I remember how it felt, every time you had me held, every part of you belongs here, every part of you is loved here, everything you said was gold, I admit you had me sold, I was working such a long time building this house for us both, never thought that I'd be outside watching you live in a home. And you're happy, you're still happy now, oh, you're happy oh you're happy now oh you're happy oh you're happy now oh you're happy now you demanded, fealty in the guise of faith, just for me to have a place, and I'm not saying that you tricked me, but I ain't seen no finer printing, and I know I'm a damn cliche, hoping that one day you change, but I was working such a long time. Building this house for us both. Never thought that I'd be outside watching you live in our home. And you're happy. You're still happy now. Oh, you're happy. Now, are you happy? Are you happy now? Oh, happy? Are you happy now? Oh, you're happy. Are you happy now? Are you happy? Are you happy now? Are you happy? Are you happy now, are you happy now?
1: talk a little bit about your song Start Again and the story behind that? Yeah, um,
2: that too, you know, that um, was sort of written around the same time as Happy and I entertained maybe trying to put it on that album, but um, that was our opportunity during the pandemic, right? Um, Like, why can't we start again? You know what I mean? Like, let's, instead of existing in some of those systems that I was describing of, that maybe I find to be you know, lacking in sort of the empathy or the, um, the structure to sort of handle our changing world. Um, what if we scrapped it? <laughs> what if we started from scratch? Um, like, let's take these feelings and this energy that we're feeling and make it new. Um, I had a friend, I had a phone call with him and we were sort of talking about some of this and I was saying like, oh man, like I'm trying to like, you know, fix this workspace that I'm in. I'm trying to, like, have these conversations. And he's like, you know, some systems are just rooted in bad things. And you might just need to ha- have some new roots. And I was like, yeah. Like, you can't always tinker, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tinker a system into, like, being equitable or being, you know, a caring or compassionate space. Some things weren't designed that way intentionally. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. to begin with. So you may have to start again and just... Uh, build something new. You don't have to continue in the path of, well, I guess I just have to like grin and bear it or sort of swallow this the the way that it is. Um, So yeah, that's sort of how I I wrote that song. And it's still developing. We still, you know, we rewrote it for today, just sort of like reconfigured it because it's a song that we like and um, it's a fun one to play.
1: Well, James, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for coming back to PBS. Appreciate you being here. Glad to Uh, be here. Yeah. Thanks again.
2: Yeah. Okay, we're going to play two more songs, and I'm not going to talk about them. Uh, This song is called Start Again. It's about um, starting again. (laughs)
0: Days are long, and the nights feel no longer. I keep looking for a place to rest my head. Because the world is black and white. Just the other night, the colors started to bloom. And I think it's time to move. Oh, honey, where can we start again? can we start again? Where can we start again? I mean, why can't we start again? Honey, why can't we start again? I need the time is short and it's getting shorter I keep looking for place to rest my head Cause the world was black and white just the other night the colors started to bloom and I think it's time to move oh honey why can we start again why can we start again Start again, why can't we start again? Just the other day, the colors start to bloom and I think it's time to move. Oh, honey, where can we start again? Where can we start again? Where can we start again? again? Honey, why can we start again? Again. Thank you so much.
2: Um, we're gonna play one more song for you guys off of uh, the new record. Uh, this song's called "Pick Up Your Crown." We hope uh, uh, you enjoy it.
0: Bless, puff your chest, show your pride. Shot like the cool peacocks do feathers high. It ain't no shame to your game, you be free. And There ain't a thing on the screen that you can be. I know you've been low, but I won't let them keep you down. And I won't let you leave what you need there on the ground. So could you pick up your crown? Darling, pick up your crown. Oh, honey, pick up your crown. Go on, pick up your crown. all right Do what you're made to, not what they make you, don't think twice And oh honey, ain't no shame to your game You be free And there ain't a thing on the screen that you can't be Honey, I know you've been long but I won't let them keep you down And I won't let you leave What you need here on the ground So could you pick up your crown Darling, pick up your crown Oh, honey, pick up your crown Darling, pick up your crown Honey, don't be scared to lift your head Lay those burdens down Pick up your crown Pick up your crown Real quick, I want to introduce you to the
2: band. Back here on the bass, we got Heath Hospodarski. Over here to my left in the beautiful black shirt, Eric Lehman. Behind me on the drums, hair professor Dr. Tyler Carrington. My name is James Tetzlaff. We got just a little more of this song. This part goes like this. Higher, higher, higher,
0: higher, 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 higher. Pick up your crown, pick up your crown, darling, pick up your crown, oh, pick up your crown. Honey, don't be scared to lift your head, lay those burdens down, pick up your crown, darling, pick up your crown. Thank you
2: guys so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you to PBS for having us. Thank you guys for being here, and you guys have a wonderful night. Thank you so much.
3: Funding for this program was provided by Friends, the Iowa PBS Foundation, as well as generations of families and friends who feel passionate about the programs they watch on Iowa PBS.